0: On the latest episode of the Drum Shuffle podcast, Jamie Eads talks with drummer Jerry Pentecost. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, Jamie J A M I E E A D S dot S.com. Are you overpaying for brand new tires? Stop it. Teen's Tires is the answer. Visit them online at facebook.com slash teen's tires or teen's tires.com, that's T I N E S tires.com. Hello from the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 8. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, I'm there. And I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. They've updated Facebook again. It's snazzy. Find the podcast page on Facebook wv at com is the email address. Send me an email. I'll read it on this podcast. WVU News. Sagaba Kanate. I've got an update on Sagaba Kanate. Now, last year, if you remember, Kanate's future was up in the air. And at this time last year, Kanate was participating in the NBA Draft Combine. Where a select number of people go to a certain place, show off their skills, jump as high as they can, run around cones and stuff, play 5-on-5. Five five. Kanate did that last year. This year, a little bit different. Kanate was not invited to the NBA Draft Combine. He was invited to the G League Combine. And the G League Combine, kind of the same thing, a little step down, a handful of players from that NBA G League Draft Combine would be able to be invited to the NBA Draft Combine. So show and prove get your ticket to go to the the major combine Kanate, from all reports did all right did not get the call up to the nba draft combine so what does that mean does that mean he doesn't get drafted Next month? I don't know What does this what does this mean for Kanate's future? I don't know What will he do? Will he go back to school? I don't know. Will he pursue a professional career that may not start in the NBA? I don't know! Will he ditch the agent, give Bob Huggins a call and say, Coach, put me in for my junior season or senior or whatever he is. Will he do that? Is that a possibility? Yes! Will he do that? I. Don't no. Does Sagabacanate know? Maybe. Is it is it a decision that's for me to know? No. Will we find out at some point in the future? Yes. Do I know when that's going to happen? No! Is it something to keep talking about? Probably not. People reporting on this have a leaning that Kanate is done at WVU. Okay? And that's fine. We wish Sagabah Kanate the best in his future endeavors. If he doesn't play at WVU next year, somewhere in the world, he'll be making money playing basketball. I'm confident of that. I think he's confident of that. But he could come back. This is a broken record. Will I talk about this on the next episode? I don't know. I don't know. You know what's crazy about life is you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen in five minutes. You don't know. I don't know. Somebody knows. I would argue that somebody knows. I do not. Are there things that I want to happen in the future? Yes. Will they happen? I don't know. <laughs> Do I want Sagabar Kanate back with WVU? Selfishly? For me? Yes. Would could you make an argument that Kanate coming back to WVU with would help his chances to improve and get back to being recommended or issued a invitation to the NBA draft combine, thus giving him a better chance of being drafted by an NBA team? You could make that argument. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I really I don't know. I don't know. What I can report, and you've heard this here first, is that a decision has not been made on Sagaba Kanate's future. I can also report that it's none of my business. Just curious, just a guy in Nitro, West Virginia curious about what the future holds. I want to know things. I've got a weather application on my phone. I'm curious of what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. What do I do? I press the weather button. The weather comes up. It tells me what's happening right now. It gives it in numbers and pictures. Oh, there's a lightning bolt. That means it's probably going to rain tomorrow. Oh, there's a sunshine. I know what that means. No rain. Lots of sunshine. Better wear a hat because I'm losing hair. Better wear those sunglasses. I feel prepared. Is knowing Sagaba's Canate, Sagaba Kanate's future similar to me knowing what the weather's going to be like tomorrow? No. I'm just trying to wrap my head around <laughs> the uncertainty. I can also report that it will be certain at some point in the future... Probably this year. (laughs) To be continued, random thoughts coming up. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. They have discount deals, don't you know? In their stores. They have two stores one is in Marmette, West Virginia, one is in St. Albans, West Virginia. They have one Facebook page that you need to find on Facebook and like and follow because here's what they're doing. They're taking pictures of inventory in the store. Why would they take pictures of the inventory? Because it changes all the time. Silly goof. So you need to know what discount deals are available. Right now, there's Hatchimals. There's Party Packs of Oreo Double stuffed Cookies. So many things to choose from. Like the Facebook page and go to St. Albans or Marmette and experience Woody's Goodies. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. John Beeline news. John Beeline, longtime coach of Michigan. Before that, he was coaching in Morgantown and turned the basketball program around here. Other stops, lots of stops in the Beeline coaching history. His next stop and his current stop, the NBA. So congratulations to John Beeline for making it to the top echelon of coaching basketball. His job... Head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And that's an uphill battle. With love and respect. Big fan of John Beeline. Great coach. Takes guys and makes them like they're a certain level. And I believe that when he coaches guys, they become better at basketball. When coached by John Beeline, I would argue that. He took WVU to the Elite Eight at almost the Final Four with Kevin Pitsnoggle, Mike Ganzi, JD Collins, Joe Airbear, Patrick Beeline. I mentioned all those guys, zero NBA players almost made it to the Final Four. Had NBA talent at Michigan, got them to the national championship game a couple of times. So he's really good at coaching basketball. He knows what he's doing. It's still an uphill climb at Cleveland. Two reasons. First of all, college coaches jumping to the NBA, it's a mixed bag. Okay? Now I think uh, Beeline is one of the ones that can make it. He He can jump up from college to NBA. You watch the NBA... They're doing a lot of stuff that B-Line did at WVU. Like, they're running a lot of guys in the perimeter. Screening, cutting, shooting lots of threes. That's that's how b coaches. So, I think it's a great fit. It's going to work. But, history tells us, for every Brad Stevens, who's been successful in the NBA, who came from college, there's a Rick Pitino. Rick Bettino in 2019. Wow. (laughs) I was one of the biggest fans of Rick Bettino in the early 90s. I was a child. Rick Bettino was a great college coach. Won national championships with Kentucky. Won a national championship with Louisville. Great college coach. Not a great NBA coach. A bad NBA coach some would argue. I was a fan of Patino in the early 90s. Not a fan when he went to Louisville. When he was a Kentucky fan. Uh, at that time, if Google was around, you could Google Rick Patino. I could tell your child, Google Rick Patino. You'll find out about how well he coaches basketball. What I'm saying in 2019 is absolutely do not Google Rick Pitino. Because you may find basketball stuff. More likely, in 2019, you're going to find something not related to basketball that you don't want to read. I'm just saying college coaches don't always work out in the NBA. (laughs) Remember when Pitino coached for Louisville and he'd wear that white, that white jacket? And he It's not like he was super tan. The white jacket is tough to pull off. And I would argue Rick Bettino did not pull it off. And again, let me let me be very clear. One hundred percent do not Google Rick Bettino. Billy Donovan jumped from college to NBA, still employed in the NBA. So that means he's a good NBA coach, right? For every Billy Donovan, there is a John Calipari, who's a great college coach. Didn't work out in the NBA. Larry Brown, coached in college, won a national championship in college, went to the NBA multiple times, won an NBA championship. Did it both places. For every Larry Brown, there's a Fred Hoiberg. Not employed in the NBA anymore. So anyway. I think b can get past that. The other concern is that it's Cleveland. <laughs> and you're saying, but Josh, Cleveland's won an NBA championship. In this decade. I would argue, Cleveland without LeBron James... It's tough to win games, okay? So, in my lifetime, the only two coaches in Cleveland Cavaliers history in my lifetime that didn't coach LeBron James, only two of them could win. What? what am I, that's convoluted. Anybody that coached LeBron James had a very good chance of winning winning lots of games. Not because I would argue of, of their coaching. It's because they had LeBron James, a transcendent player. In Cleveland Cavaliers history, if you don't have LeBron James, only two guys have made it work in my lifetime in Cleveland. And I don't know if they were good coaches. They had good players. One was Lenny Wilkins. Lenny Wilkins I think has won the most NBA games of all time. So, hard to argue that he was a bad coach, because <laughs> so many wins, right? And he coached the Cleveland Cavaliers, late 80s, early 90s. Those were fun ga- Those were fun teams. They had Mark Price, great point guard. Career cut short by injuries, but he was great. He could shoot the ball really well. A couple of years I was looking through basketball reference. He shot 95% from the free throw line. (laughs) 95! 95 out of 100 in a a game setting. That's insane. Uh, Those teams had Larry Nance. Larry Nance, I don't remember him in basketball like in games. I remember him in a dunk contest dunking two basketballs Went up in the air with two basketballs, one in each hand. Came down with zero basketballs. Both went through the hoop. Larry Nance. His son's in the NBA. Plays for the Cavaliers. Craig Elo. Good basketball player. Only known for Jordan making that crazy shot over him in the playoffs. Brad Darty, Seven-footer Brad Darty, Now I think is a NASCAR analyst. And I did not have that. <laughs> seven. it's just a seven-foot NASCAR analyst. It's like, could Brad Darty fit in a NASCAR car? I don't know. You tell me. Brad would know. So anyways, Lenny Wilkins coached those teams. They won more than they lost. The other guy, Mike Fratello. Now, Mike Fratello... He had a few guys that you can that you can name. Some of those guys that Wilkins coached. He had late Sean Kemp when Kemp was traded from Seattle to Cleveland. A little bit heavier, not the Rain Man. Guys, we that you probably have never heard of. But the thing <laughs> here's how Mike Fratello won. He won by having the best defense. And then like, ah, you know, offense, whatever. Good defense. Basketball in 2019, games are always in the hundreds. Very rarely do the teams not make it to 100. Uh, Back in the Mike Fratello Cavaliers days, first one to 80 points was probably going to win. Like those Cavaliers teams averaged couldn't break ninety. Sometimes it was in the seventies and they played forty eight minutes, so you do the math. Like picture Wisconsin today. Wisconsin wins forty minute basketball games, forty four to forty one. Okay? Add eight minutes, pay the players, and you have the Cleveland Cavaliers of the late nineties. More importantly for those Cleveland Cavaliers tier teams coached by Mike Fratello, the jerseys. <laughs> Cleveland, for the most part, has had decent jerseys. The LeBron James jerseys, pretty good. Uh, when Lenny Wilkins coached, they it was blue and orange and distinct. I like those jerseys. <laughs> when Mike Fratello coached, somebody decided, and this is the 90s, this is the late '90s. Somebody said, "Scrap that. That looks old. Let's go with you know what's a great color? Electric blue. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, something like a a color you would see at disco bowling. That color on a jersey, and let's add some black." those were the colors for the Cleveland Cavaliers for a for a very small window <laughs> before they changed it up but they also the <laughs> the logo for the Cavaliers 100% was made with Microsoft clip art and if i presented the Cleveland Cavaliers logo from the late 90s to Dire Prime and those guys know very little about any kind of sports they don't really care. They're really good at graphic design and making designs. But they would look at the late 90s Cleveland Cavaliers logo and they say, "So Josh, did you make that in PowerPoint?" I would say, "No. That was a NBA team's logo." Google that. I'm Google late 90 late 90s Cleveland Cavaliers logo. I feel very confident that you're not going to find anything. You're, it's going to be weird. It's going to look like clip art. Uh, but uh, again, I can't emphasize enough the point of not Googling Rick Bettino. I guess all I'm saying is, I feel like I'm rambling. All I'm saying is, Beeline, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> it might be tough in Cleveland. Final thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime is a full-service graphic shop. They make custom designs. Designs that will go on a t-shirt. Designs that will go on a hat. Designs that will go on stickers. Designs that will go on... Koozies designs that will go on lighters, designs that will go on stickers, designs that will go on stickers. Family owned, veteran owned company. I love Dyer Prime. You'll love working with them. Call or text them 304-767-4445. Find them on the web, direprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at DyerPrime. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I want to thank a couple of listeners for interacting with the host. Chris on Facebook. Thank you for checking in. I appreciate that. Dave the truck driver. Thanks for checking in on Instagram. Remember the episode when I was going through all the states? All the people, all the states that have listened to this podcast. Dave informed me that it was probably him. (laughs) Because he's a truck driver. So the listens that I've gotten in Louisiana and Missouri and those different places, it's probably Dave. But I appreciate you, Dave, for listening, for marking those states. If you can work it out on your truck driving to listen in the Dakotas and Montana, if your travels take you there, much appreciated. Don't tell me that it was you. I will assume that I have picked up a fan base in Montana. So thank you to Chris and to Dave, the truck driver. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the the platforms. Listen on Apple. Listen on Anchor. Listen on Spotify. Listen on CastBox. Subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Do those things. I'm sorry for the second segment. I got a little bit long-winded. You know what? I haven't slept very much. I'm not making excuses. I'll do better next week. Interviews are better than me talking a lot, in my opinion. What do you think? Let me know. Until the next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season, zero and zero.